You're now tapped into Go Lightly Radio with Amanda Nicole, an uplifting and informative podcast for crystal lovers, spiritual seekers, and intuitive boss babes learning to manifest abundance and fulfill their soul's purpose. We're coming together to provide modern insight into the power of crystal healing, honoring daily spiritual practice, and why aligning your chakras is more important than keeping up with the Kardashians. Here's your host and crystal bestie, Amanda Nicole. Hey guys, welcome to Go Lightly Radio. My name is Amanda Nicole and I am your crystal bestie. In today's episode, we are going to discuss crystals and oracle cards. So to be honest, I actually started working with oracle decks around the same time I was introduced to crystals or shortly after. And I'm sure that the same goes for many, if not most of you. When I first discovered that I could openly communicate with my guides and angels or be guided by them when I had a question, or concern. I mean, I became obsessed. They were probably so annoyed of me those first few months (laughs) because I just knew that the more that I learned, the more questions I had. And I used to always ask for signs. Like for me, synchronicities were a major sign. Certain things would quite literally jump out at me like books or crystals, um, angel numbers, and oracle cards. So I quickly realized that my angels and guides knew how to get and hold my attention. And they did so in such a way that I couldn't ignore, deny, or dismiss it. And the more attention that I gave, and the more I acknowledged the signs and messages, the more they would send to me. And still to this day, I will say thank you out loud when they do this. I feel so extremely special that they are doing this for little old me. So I always express that gratitude. Um, But anyways, back to Oracle decks. The first few decks that I was drawn to were always angel cards. I was working with the angelic realm a lot, even in my work with crystals. So it was literally a match made in heaven. And um, I have quite a few Oracle decks in my collection now, not as many as people would assume. I've never counted, but if I had to guess, I'd say maybe like 10 or 12. Um, And each one represents a different period in my journey. And in that sense, they are kind of like tattoos for me. Like when I look at my collection of decks, I remember certain phases or transformational times, like just certain things that I was going to, why, why I was so drawn to those decks, right? Why they were so helpful to me. And still to this day, I resonate with pulling cards like it's second nature to me. So I actually love to start my day off um, by either setting an intention and then pulling a card or asking a question. And then like I kind of lean into the guidance of the cards and um, really it just sets the tone for my day. And like what a beautiful way to like incorporate your spiritual practice into something so simple as pulling a card um, and kind of just like grounding into whatever energy that means to or for you. It's like very, I find it to be very centering, right? And so I just think that 
if you're somebody who resonates with cards or feels that connection, it can be as simple as just starting your day with one deck and one card, right? Um, And then of course it can get really, it it can be as simple or complex as you want it to be. Um, So I've been gifted Oracle decks before and some resonated like a lot and some did not. And then I would end up gifting them myself or like having a friend to see if they connected with it. Um, I've never worked with a tarot deck before, only and always Oracle. So when I first started pulling cards, I would follow the instructions to a T. And while it worked, I quickly learned that that's not the most natural way for me. The way that I work with Oracle decks is to shuffle them, ask a question, and always, always, always the card that I'm meant to receive jumps out in a way that I cannot recreate or even explain. And if you've seen me pull cards on one of the lives that I've done, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So my decks feel alive, very, very much so. And one of the biggest reasons why I believe is because they live in my sacred space, right? They're surrounded by all my crystal babies and crystals energize any and everything they surround, even objects like cards due to the intention that we pour into working with them. So for me, Oracle decks provide guidance, wisdom, and messages, much like crystals. And working with crystals allows us to connect and trust what we are receiving. Sometimes we even understand the messages better, or with more clarity at least. So many people include Oracle readings in their spiritual offerings and rely on crystals to assist them with these offerings. So crystals just, they help many tap into their intuition, right? That's what, that's what they're doing, which is really what receiving messages is all about. So Oracle decks often remind me of working with a pendulum in this case, because we're using both to, um, for clarity and support and understanding. And when it comes to a question or just life in general, like there's guidance that we're, that we're hoping for. Right. And so my pendulum actually lives with my decks. Come to think of it. Um, most people keep all of their spiritual tools together, either on an altar or in a certain room or space. Um, And yeah, so that's one way to incorporate your crystals is to have them like many of my decks will actually have crystals like placed on them or around them. And it just, it feels very natural in that sense. Um, because I will often lean to, um, pulling cards for someone. If I'm doing a session, I think that's where the pendulum kind of, um, found its home just because, um, I don't know. I like to keep all of, all of my crystal tools and spiritual, um, pieces together. Sometimes people will, um, reach for a certain crystal to hold while pulling cards or keep on their lap or keep beside them, right? There's really no wrong way of incorporating crystals into this practice, whatever feels the most natural and makes you feel the most connected. Um, I am going to take a few moments just to share uh, some personal favorites for connection and intuition when it comes to crystals, because I think that these can really benefit when you're working with cards. Um, So first, I love blue kyanite for beginners in card readings because I find its ability to bridge and connect so organic and so calming. Um, For more experienced crystal collectors, I suggest shatakite as an extremely intuitive energy. 
a lot of angelic stones are great for readings. So especially if you're wanting to communicate with um, guides or angels, departed loved ones. So crystals like angelite, celestite, apophyllite, damborite, a lot of healers um, will suggest amethyst. And in my opinion, spirit quartz, that variety is where it's at. Like I've noticed that spirit quartz loves to be around during readings. Same with Lemurian quartz. And I think it's because of the wisdom that's instilled within those quartz pieces. Um, Demortiorite quartz is another one. There's really so many. Um, some higher vibrational crystals include phenakite and Herkimer diamond. Um, and then there's other people who find that grounding crystals help them to be present and in the moment during readings. So crystals like black tourmaline, smoky quartz, hematite. Um, sometimes as you advance and want to introduce more specific energies, using a grounding crystal can help in that sense as well. So hopefully this is helping and not overwhelming you guys. I'm kind of just listing off whatever crystals come to mind. <laughs> um, many of my smaller crystals, as I mentioned earlier, actually find their way to my Oracle decks organically or intuitively. They just kind of feel like they belong. And I also will put my decks out under full and new moons, um, depending on when I feel like they really need a good cleansing. So I don't know. I just feel like they go hand in hand, right? The two. Um, always, always trust your own intuition above anything I or anyone else tells you. It really comes down to what crystals you are most drawn to for anything, whether that's readings or journaling or whatever you're doing in the moment. Um, notice what crystals you're intuitively called to. Um, yeah, it's very similar to choosing a deck. Honestly, you're tapping into what you need versus what you want. Um, I learned very quickly with cards, what I want to hear and what I need to hear are two totally different things. And you can, you can't manipulate them either. <laughs> Same goes with crystals. Um, that's, I think it was Kyle gray. I was actually watching one of his videos and he taught me that when doing readings, um, asking what is it that I need to know? Like, what do I most need to know versus asking a question and hoping that whatever card you pull or that shows for you is meant to give clarity on that question when really your guides and your angels might be trying to communicate something that's more important, something that like is actually requiring your attention that you're not even thinking of. So stay open and trust that whatever card falls for you is the one that you are most needing to receive its message, right? Oracle decks are kind of like the friend who is always serving truth, right? Like you <laughs> sometimes don't want to hear it, but they're like your real true friends because they're going to tell you what you need to know. And I honestly just love pulling cards. Like I think it's like, it's so cool. Like the, the messages and just the understanding and the feeling that they bring. It's, I love that connection and I'll forever, I can't see myself not using them going forward. So yeah, I would love to hear your experience with crystals and cards. Did you discover your love for both around the same time like I did? Do you have a crystal that assists with your readings or a favorite deck? So find me at Go Lately Crystals on Instagram and let's chat. I can even share some of my favorite decks um, for anyone that's interested. And oh, I can't forget, there's a few crystal oracle decks out there. Those are fun. I don't own one and I've oddly enough never worked with one. I think it's because I meant to create my own. 
So who here would like a Go Lightly Crystal Oracle deck? Because I am so down. Once the demand is there, the universe will provide. Um, Okay, before I leave you guys, I have a huge favor. If my podcast in any way help you, even just a little, would you please, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple? It's been a few months since the last review came through, and they're really important in helping others discover this podcast. We're coming up to 100 episodes. I can't believe it. So I'm really in a time of reflection and I'm trying to decide whether or not to continue on with the podcast weekly or maybe start up another adventure on a different platform and just do podcasts as needed. So if you want more, I need to know it. Um, plus it literally makes my day when one of you, when one posts. So you'd be making my day as I hope to make yours. Um, and my birthday is almost a month away and all I want is podcast reviews. That's like at the top of my list. (laughs) So that's it. I love you guys. And I will be back next week. Thanks so much for listening. If today's episode inspired you, make sure to rate us five stars, leave a review and subscribe. Also remember to follow Go Lightly Crystals on Instagram and visit golightlyhealing.com to find today's show notes and anything else you might need to help you live your best life. Until next time, keep your crystals cleansed, chakras balanced and affirmations on repeat.